0: All right, there is an event happening at the Paradise coming up here very, very soon. Carol Myrna is our friend for a long time the Center for Prevention of Abuse. First of all, good morning. How good morning,
1: you? my friends.
0: It's good to see you, as always. Likewise. The Light 2024, a multi-state educational conference on childhood trauma, you're the host, we're the host, we're yes. hosting our community. Correct. Who's coming to this?
1: Well, we're hoping to see a lot of healthcare professionals, mental health professionals, educators, because we work with a lot of, edu- lot of educators on child sex abuse prevention. Um, Just anyone who's a stakeholder. And we have a few people, including uh, the mayor of Peoria mentioned that she just has an intense interest in learning more about childhood trauma. And I think in large part, some people are interested in because we know that it can be a precursor to a violence sure state in adulthood
0: tell me about the definition of it what is what does it mean well I, I understand that bad things happen sure. does everything lead to trauma
1: no not necessarily I mean there's some classic definitions um, in the 90s Kaiser Permanente and the Centers for Disease Control did a highly acclaimed report called adverse childhood experiences and they really classified what was considered childhood trauma child abuse sexual emotional physical uh, abandonment uh, and adult that is caring for you with alcoholism or drug dependency um, it could be a natural disaster that's affected your life or terrorism it's these very it could traumatic, be a car accident, right? a a car car accident, accident. Right. very traumatic events that can um, ultimately lead to um, shortening your life up to 20 years because it can change wow. your whole physiology in high
0: doses so what do we do today what is the, what is the protocol today if we if we know of a child who has maybe they live in a violent home maybe they've witnessed a, an act of violence or more than one Maybe they were in a car accident or or somebody tragically died while they were present. There's lots of things that can. Sure. What do we do today in our school system or with you at the Center for Prevention of Abuse?
1: Well, we love it when people reach out to us to say, I have a child that that needs to talk, that needs some therapy, that needs to learn about how to respond to what's happened to them. And we look for some healing, because if it's not healed in some way, we repeat what we don't remedy. So we look for ways to reach that child, and very rarely are we going to have a child that's going to reach out to us on their own. Sure. So it's somebody responsible in their life, an educator, a parent, a grandparent, someone else that may recognize that they've got some traits that weren't usual for them.
0: Are you restricted by the law? Like, for instance, somebody says, uh, my nephew, my nephew is having some trouble. I'm not the guardian Right. But mom mom of the nephew, my sister, doesn't really want to do it. Sure. Yeah, um,
1: we're restricted by confidentiality. Okay, okay. So we wouldn't reach out to the mom, but we would give that aunt or uncle some tools to be able to have that conversation. So hopefully they would segue Got to it. us or another therapist that might sure. be able to
2: help. Them. Okay, this is kind of an odd question. But what defines violence? Growing up Italian, you got smacked all the time. And I'm sure culturally you're always getting smacked across the back of the head. And you grew up with it. It was just any uncle could come up, hey, what are you doing? So I never thought anything of it. I, I didn't think it was abuse. It was just them, was, you know. Well, and, he, and so, but but where, where's that line? Abuse is about power and control. hmm so
1: when somebody wants to exert that power and control over whether it's a child or another adult um, and it's uh, repetitive, then it's it's abuse. Yeah. So violence has lots of different meanings, I'm sure, but abusive situations are criminal and yeah. what we try to to help children either recover from or avoid. And we do that in a number of ways. It's prevention, it's responding to, and it's healing. So it just depends on what stage it comes to us. But this conference is going to make a world of difference with some of the speakers that we have. So we're really hoping to reach some folks that um, could use some new tools for their toolbox and um, be able to um, take care of kids a little bit The, uh,
0: the LIGHT 2024 Multi-State Educational Conference. Uh, childhood uh, trauma on Correct. childhood traumas uh, registration is open now this happens in May May yes, 8th, May 8th 9th.
1: and 9th at the Paradise at the
0: Paradise and so if you're listening this morning you're an educator and you're thinking about how to up your game and your knowledge or you just an like you said maybe Mayor Ali is just interested in the subject matter uh, anybody can come right anybody? anyone
1: can come and we have an early bird special until uh, the beginning of April so WWW Center for Prevention of Abuse dot uh, org slash conference can, can check it out and sign up but amazing speakers one of our keynotes um, is the uh, first surgeon general for the state of California, um, the founder for the Center for Youth Wellness, um, but she also has a very popular TED Talk that's had over 17 million views. Wow! I've watched it so many times; I'm pretty sure I'm about <laughs> half of those. But she's amazing, and she's our first keynote. Second keynote is Aaron Marin, who is actually she's an activist and an author as well, but the founder of Aaron's Law, which is in 38 states, and it's the requirement for schools to teach body safety to children because she's a survivor of of child sex abuse. Mm. So we've got some some really high-stakes speakers and then some wonderful workshops that are going to be very helpful.
2: Going back to the basics, Mm -hmm. one of the uh, um, hardest things that we do in life and the most important is parenting, and a lot of people aren't prepared for it. That really is the basis for a lot of this, isn't it? I mean, people have kids that probably aren't in a position to have kids or mentally aren't ready to have kids. I mean, so it's almost like going back, if we're going to prevent a lot of this is going back into early parenting and teaching parents isn't it i mean that's hard to do um
1: well that is hard to do but there's a lot of organizations that have that in their heart Mm -hmm. um i know that crittenden does parenting classes Mm -hmm. crittenden crisis nursery Um, uh, we also provide what i still call parent university on occasion and we've got a new pilot project that we're doing with norwood primary coming up That's called gather and grow and it's about gathering families of young children and helping them discover family values and how to discuss things.
0: You alluded to it a little bit ago that that stopping a cycle of this for a child, a trauma and, and abuse, uh, keeps that from happening again. Correct. Because the evidence has always been that if you grow up in that environment, you are more likely to perpetrate that envi- that that on someone else is that still an accurate thing that is
1: absolutely accurate and stopping the cycle of generational violence is key yeah it
0: just becomes a normal it's it's part of your family you don't think about
1: it so much discussion is going on these days about the state of violence Um, not just in peoria central illinois but across the country and the world um, has a root in childhood trauma and if we don't help young people discover how to respond to Mm -hmm. it could be age inappropriate video games and they're having nightmares but it could be as extreme as a shooting in the neighborhood sure Um, and they just don't know how to reckon with that so helping them work through that and and find an age appropriate response to these things is key but we also want to prevent it so what can we do to prevent it? How can we respond to it when it happens? And then how can we approach it from a healing
2: aspect? You often talk about school. schools. Schools are in a tough predicament. They don't want to get in to the business of parenting, and a lot of parents will resent the school getting involved. But they're the ones that see the kids all the time. And and, and, and so they could see uh, someone who's needs help, someone Absolutely. who may be abused. But there's a legal issues. There's so many, you know, and a lot of teachers are like, should I get involved or shouldn't I get involved? So where is the state of schools when it comes to all of this?
1: Well, we have excellent partnerships with schools and and we find that a lot of educators navigate this very well but we're there to partner with them mm-hmm. for instance we're in all of Peoria public schools teaching that body safety mandate but when they invite us in we have a, a large prevention education department that works with over 130 educational settings on to healthy relationships, peaceful conflict resolution, anti-bullying—it's dating violence awareness month. Sure. We have a curriculum on human trafficking, so this is wonderful opportunity for us to reach young people. And last year, we reached over forty-one thousand of them. Mm-hmm. On these lessons so we want to continue to do that but that's partnering with the schools to help them respond we get disclosures from young people about abuse because they've established that relationship with our prevention educator so it really does matter and schools can be a good partner or schools may just try to do it on their own and then hopefully eventually realize get that they you. do need yeah, a partner
0: yeah. all right here's how to register center for prevention of abuse dot org slash conference The conference, again, is May 8 and 9 at the Paradise Hotel Casino in East Peoria. Light 2024, a multi-state educational conference on childhood trauma. It's good to see you.
1: Thank you. We appreciate you bringing the light.
0: Good luck.